Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and in this episode, we're going to chat with Jennifer Rosen, VP at McLean & Company, a research and advisory firm providing practical solutions to human resources challenges via executable research tools and advice that have a clear and measurable impact on your business. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure. So firstly, please tell our listeners a bit about your role at McLean & Company. Absolutely. So I originally joined the organization as an analyst. So uh, myself has spent um, some time producing um, some of the content that that we had way back when. But in my current role, I uh, oversee both our analyst team that produces the research, our organizational effectiveness team um, that delivers all of the diagnostics to our members, and then as well as our sales team, so both the business development and the member services team, and really try to endeavor to create a holistic team that works really well together, very collaborative, and also very innovative, constantly developing uh, new offerings and adding to the, the McLean & Company suite of offerings. Wonderful. Thank you very much. So let's get into what the company does. Can you can you tell us a little bit about how McLean and Company serves HR pros? Absolutely. So uh, as you mentioned, we're an HR research and advisory firm. And so uh, we go out, we research um, topics in the HR space, and then we provide our members with research against some of their top priorities, top projects. Um, we also provide training programs, diagnostics, and advisory services with the ultimate goal of helping our members get more done throughout the year. So our goal is to elevate that performance level of the HR department because they're able to tap into the resources that McLean and Company provide. So break it, it breaks down to really five main areas. The first one being completing your HR projects more effectively. That's really the core of what we do. So the best practice methodologies leveraging our research that's been built. That way you're not going out and reinventing the wheel each and every time um, that you need to kick off a new project in HR. The second one being expanding the expertise of your HR department um, by being able to tap into to our analyst team. They really do act as an extension of your team. Um, so even if you have an army of, of HR professionals and you have a very large HR department, you don't always have the expertise for certain initiatives and so forth, or maybe as a CHRO, you don't always have the, the time to be providing that so your team members can tap into to our analyst team. Another big area for us and, and definitely an area that we've been adding a lot to the membership has been um, helping organizations develop their learning and development portfolio of offerings. Uh, we provide training decks but in-person leadership sessions as well. We have a 360 platform. So a number of different ways that we can help the organization from an L&D perspective. And then the final one would be all around the diagnostics. So helping you collect feedback. So whether that's through uh, throughout the employee life cycle, so everything from your new hire to engagement to your exit surveys, or um, some of the more strategic aspects of HR. We have both a stakeholder management diagnostic and a HR management and governance diagnostic. So that's kind of, to sum up uh, as a whole, ultimately looking at helping that HR department get more done throughout the year and also helping them collect feedback and act on that feedback. 
Okay, thank you very much. Now, tough question for you. Um, those five areas sound wonderful, but I suspect that McLean Company are not the only firm out there that offers those services. So, uh, what's what's unique about you guys, and uh, how do you do it better than than your competitors? Yeah, um, you know, it's interesting because I think that, as you said, there are probably hundreds of, of, of providers when you kind of look at every single individual aspect of what we do. But what's unique about McLean & Company is that we're one of the only firms that can provide such a wide span of services and bundle it all into an upfront membership fee so that you know at the start of the year that's your fee for the year and you can tap into all of these services on an unlimited basis. So while you may be able to go out and find an engagement survey from a traditional software vendor, you're unlikely to, to get the research support, the advisory support that we can then um, provide along with that. And one of the things that our members really love about that is that they have that uh, they have a dedicated account manager who knows and understands their their organization, and so that every time that they they're kicking off a new initiative or every time they engage with us, they're not having to re-explain themselves. They're not having to go to different vendors for every need. Um, you know, we remember their challenges. We help them connect the dots, and we help them leverage all all of the different um, aspects of the membership that are available to them. Okay, again, I am going to test you now. You remember all their challenges. So um, based on your work with thousands of HR pros, what do you find are some of the biggest challenges HR departments are facing today? Yeah, so we, you know, we're a research firms. So of course, we conduct a lot of our own research. And one of the things that we do is we conduct an annual trend study. And so every year we go out and we survey. Um, last year we had 900 participants to the survey. And that's, of course, one of the things that we look into. And it's probably not a surprise that being in HR these days just really isn't easy. Um, the data that we see tells us that the challenges are only getting bigger. Organizations want more from HR. Um, they want integrated programs. They want great talent. They want a function that enables learning throughout the organization. And, um, you know, increasing expectations year after year is kind of what we're seeing that um, when HR gets it right, they're an essential element of the organizational success. But when they don't live up to these increasing expectations, um, it can easy it can be easy to place the blame on HR rather than the manager, right? Um, so when things are going well, it's because the managers have done a great job. Versus when when things don't go well, they they point the blame at at, at HR, which is is of course very difficult um, for the HR function. Um, one of the things that we see uh, through the data, of course, is that culture remains a top priority for many HR departments. Um, but also with the tightening labor market, we're seeing a lot of shifting focus to talent acquisition as well. Um, we're seeing a lot of focus on employee experience and candidate experience as well and creating a holistic learning strategy, uh, as well as building a lot of change resiliency within your workforce as we're seeing the rate of change continue to, to increase year after year. Um, so the unfortunate thing is many HR departments, it feels like that bar is always moving higher and higher every year. And so they're still challenged to meet those increasing expectations. And when we look at effectiveness scores, so one of the things that we measure in the survey is overall effectiveness. And over the past three years, we've seen that number actually decline. 
And we don't think that's because HR departments are becoming less effective. It's because of that perception that the expectations have increased, but the, the resources in order to meet those expectations have not necessarily kept pace. Um, and so it's one of those things that each year um, that bar continues to move up. And I think that that's one of the things that, that HR departments um, are most challenged with in terms of delivering against those expectations to the business. Wonderful. And uh, you've mentioned briefly there already that McLean helps organizations with employee engagement. What has been some of the, the latest research uh, found that, that you guys have found that is uh, changing with employee engagement and employee experience? Yeah, absolutely. The engagement survey is still one of our most popular offerings. And so, of course, we spend a lot of time researching this space. And actually, about five years ago, we, we wanted to push ourselves to think about what's next for engagement. And so we've been doing a lot of research on that since then. Um, you know, we found that we apply a lot more analytical rigor to our business environments today, but our engagement framework really hasn't changed all that significantly um, from for the last 20 years when we were assessing employee satisfaction. And so we asked ourselves, how can we begin to get to something that's more predictive? And how can we shift the cadence from a static once a year annual survey to something that's more um, just in time? And, and how do we create more accountability on the part of the manager rather than feeling as though this is a once a year activity for HR to, to conduct that survey. Um, also recognizing, of course, that engagement happens at the individual level as well. And so many organizations use um, what is called the net promoter score question. So that's how likely are you to recommend this, this product or service to a friend or family and you score that on a, a scale of zero to 10. And so we landed on the equivalent of that being the employee net promoter question, um, as it nicely marries the customer experience data that you might already be collecting with the, uh, with the employee experience. And then when we looked at our database of uh, responses that we have collected over the years, we, we had that already in our survey, so we were able to do some analysis to look at it, how correlated that was to overall engagement measurement. And in terms of a one question, if you could only ask, if you're going to ask more frequently, you have to shorten your survey, right? So if we were only to ask one question, we found that that had, was highly correlated to, to the overall engagement measurement. So what we were able to do is, is deploy that out to employees once, once every four weeks and also do a bit of a random sampling approach so that way 25% uh, of the workforce of your, any individual organization uh, is getting it every week. That way in the dashboards, managers have new data being added every single week. Um, also adding an open-ended comment, which we find managers get a lot of valuable feedback out of that. So we've been running that program for a few years and most recently we did some aggregate data analysis out of that data and have found some fascinating insights. So. Um, I'll share a few of those. So the first one is the honeymoon period is real. That one probably isn't a surprise, but new employees tend to score much higher and then scores tend to kind of level off around five years uh, and then climb back up again. And so why that's important is because oftentimes we just look at the year over year increases in overall engagement scores, but they don't actually reflect the common employee experience because if, if you think about it, the new hire scores um, and then if you have people exiting the business who were previously disengaged, 
that's going to lift your score, which could offset deterioration in scores from tenured staff. So the combination of kind of looking at what's going on below the surface there can produce uh, either an increase or decrease in your overall score, which is why it's really important to kind of drill below the averages, look at um, you know the team level scores, et cetera, look at tenure. Um, otherwise, if we're not looking beyond those averages, it's not telling us the whole story. The other thing we were able to do is going all the way down to that individual level. We were able to classify people into one of four different respondent types. So keeping in mind, people are generally filling this out uh, once a month if they respond. Uh, we were able to put people into one of four categories. Always the same, so no matter what, I always give the same score. Consistent, so I'm, I have generally consistent scores, but I may have one or two responses which are different from the rest. A variable, which is generally consistent scores, but often within a range of, of just a couple of points, so say between four and six, or seven and nine. Or the last category, volatile. No stability in scores, often in increasing and decreasing scores from one category um, to the next, so tending to be kind of all over the place. And when we ask uh, our members and when we share this data, most people believe that the largest category of respondents is probably consistent or maybe variable. But in reality, um, always the same is the smallest category, followed by consistent, and then variable, and then volatile. So volatile is actually the largest respondent type. And I think the gut reaction is kind of like, oh, is that a negative thing? Um, but not necessarily because it means those employees are comfortable enough in their environment, they're willing to share their feedback um, in an honest way, and they're using the tool in the way that it's designed to be used. Because I think if we're really being honest with ourselves, is anyone ever feeling exactly the same month after month? Um, a colleague of mine once said that we might as well call those categ that category liars as they aren't telling us what they really think. So the amazing thing about kind of all of this is that it shows us that you that the data does change through the year and you aren't just going to see the same data month after month. In fact, it kind of acts as a bit of a canary in the coal mine, which gets us closer to a more predictive index um, for engagement, which uh, ultimately is, I think, really important to most businesses these days as things change um, so quickly. Um, and then finally, there was one other piece of the analysis that I wanted to share, and that was around proving that managers who actually use the tool have higher response rates and higher overall scores. And when we look at overall scores, their scores were more than double than compared to the managers who weren't logging in. So what that tells us is that when you when you bring engagement down to that individual line manager role and they're able to kind of take ownership over those results, they're, they are seeing it as a way of life. They're, they're bringing it up in their team meetings, their one-on-ones. It's becoming something um, that, that they're using at, at, on an ongoing basis and it shift, really is truly shifting that accountability from HR to the manager where HR is there to help run and facilitate but the manager ultimately needs to be responsible for those results. So, um, so seeing a lot of organizations kind of start to tap into those more frequent measurements in addition to the annual survey would be the biggest thing that we're seeing in the engagement and uh, employee experience space. And then that shift of accountability uh, uh, from 
being just an HR-led initiative to, to also uh, including all of your managers um, and not just the executive team. Okay, awesome. That was a very comprehensive answer. And you also managed to get that reference in the canary in a coal mine, which I love because I've, I've been looking for an excuse to mention the canaries for quite some time in an interview. That is the mascot of my soccer club, Norwich City Football Club. So big, <laughs> sh big shout out for you guys who are back in the top league next year. But let's move on because that's not HR related. Um, okay, in uh, one minute or less, Jen, let's talk a little bit about learning and development. Uh, L&D is increasingly becoming a top priority for many organizations. How, how does McLean help HR departments with L&D? In 60 seconds or less, go. Sure, so uh, we'd start by uh, helping you develop your strategy. So first and foremost, you're gonna leverage the research and the advisory on that. But then we'd also wanna make sure we're talking about HR development. And so HR professionals um, continue to be the, the cobbler's children when it comes to their own development. We find that we're often focused on the managers and everybody else in the organization. And our research shows that only 22% of HR departments believe they're highly effective at HR development. So we have programs like McLean Academy, our Elevate HR program, um, where we were focused on that specifically the development of the HR team. Um, and then when it comes to manager development, a number of things, um, you know, we think that new managers it's really critical to get them up to speed quickly and so we have a very practical interactive and impactful uh, program around that 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 can help with your new managers and then we also have a lot of um, uh, offerings that can help you with some of your e-learning or classroom training so we have lms ready uh, trainings because sometimes that's the appropriate mechanism um, to deliver a, a certain topic and then also classroom-based training. So ultimately our goal is to help our members both develop that strategy, um, deliver against um, the development of their own HR team and then help uh, with manager development as well. Okay, we are already coming towards the end of this interview, Jen. Before we wrap things up, two last questions for you. Firstly, McLean & Company were recently sponsors of Disrupt HR Toronto. Very briefly, why, why did you guys decide to get involved with that event? Yeah, we actually, that was our third that we've done. And um, we love the fact that there's a lot of just really innovative ideas quickly getting you through. You know, we're always looking at the latest trends for HR and, and how they might apply um, to the HR space. So we're always looking to understand what others are finding and sharing. And, and just love the format that, um, you know, they're, they're quick ideas, they're often very hilarious and entertaining, and then it also provides really a great networking environment as well. That's my opportunity to offer another big shout out this time to Tim, Rob and the team over there who organize a fantastic event. The HR Gazette are the media partners. Keep up the fantastic work, everybody. Jen, just finally for today, how can our listeners learn more about McLean and company and how can they connect with you? Sure. Um, uh, they're welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, alternatively, if they would like to learn more, they can go to our website, which is mcleanco.com. Um, there's a lot of available resources there. They can download um, a piece of content for free, or, or they can fill out the contact us form and have someone reach out to, to give them more detailed information. Super. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, Jen Rosen, VP at McLean & Company, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you so much, Bill. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working.
Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 